What's up, everybody? It's Ricky, Sergeant Benny, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And we are right in the thick of it, boys. We are right in the thick of fall, and that is apple orchard season, as we all know. And Benny, his wife took him there over the weekend, right? She did. The uh, my mother-in-law's in town. Shout out, Karen. And yeah, honestly, we uh, we went to an apple orchard. I gotta say. My prognosis, I believe is the correct term, was exactly on the freaking screws for what an apple orchard is in America. And before I get into it any further, my wife's Canadian, my mother-in-law's Canadian, obviously. So in Canada, apple orchards are literally just apples, like apple trees. There's like a barn and like you go pick apples and that's it. There's no like extras. In America... They like to do it up a little bit, but I got to say, we got there. First thing I'm starting to, I'm like scouting around. I'm like, all right, where am I? Where am I correct? Where am I wrong? My wife did me a huge favor this year. It was a combo orchard and they also had pumpkins. So, oh, nice. Two birds, one apple. Huge for the program. Side, side of that. You pick apples was closed for the season. Don't even know what that means. So we didn't even get to go pick apples. They just had apples bagged. So like double win for Benny already. I'm living the dream, right? Then to top it off, they have a fucking bar. What? A little icing on the cake. They got live music. I was like, I could get used to this. This isn't that shitty. I was like, you throw a 30 to 60 inch screen TV in the corner, college football on Saturday. Not a bad alternative. Not a bad alternative. You are jacked up right now. I mean, honestly, I was expecting the worst. I was like, you know, I mean, this is part of the process. Like we discussed earlier, it's like one of the, you know, seasonal requirements. Yeah. And as I'm going to speak for married men here, you got away with murder right there, Benny. I feel like the Apple gods were looking out for me. <laughs> I don't know. Adam and Eve, shout out to them. Something. I don't know. It was, it was pretty solid. And they had a, a winery. Which I mean, wine's decent, but they also had beer, which was awesome. You didn't have to pick any apples. Huge W, and I wasn't forced to go on one of those tractor rides. So all in all, I came out unscathed. Would I do it again? Yeah, like I'd go again. I'd just bring my iPad, maybe, and like have college football on while listening to music. Potentially, I don't know. All right, I have two questions. Did you? What flavor beer did you get? And how many pictures did you have to take for Instagram? So. I'll start with the pictures one. I actually took a picture, just one picture, just one picture. The picture that we actually posted on the story. I was only forced one picture. Actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, Two pictures. There's two photo ops that were due and I got a sweet child of vine IPA. Also, hang on. Confirmation. They had the most knockoff petting zoo. They had three goats and they climbed this tree, which I've never seen before. So the two goats were scared. They were like jumping up in this tree. Really weird to see. And they had a little bunny hut or like, I don't know what you call that. A little house for bunnies. Two bunnies. So five animals total. Knock off petting zoo. Dude, so I haven't been to one this year. And I actually, I might get out of it, to be honest, because we're going on when this episode airs, I'm going to be sitting on the beach somewhere for two weeks. So we're recording a little bit ahead, but we went last year. And get this, this place had a pumpkin cannon. And I'm not talking like little slingshot. This was 
fucking cannon, baby. Like this shot stuff so far, it was pretty freaking sweet, actually. Did you get to fire the cannon? You didn't get to fire it. It was like this old dude who just like, like I think he owned it and he would put on a show all the time. And you could just tell that he like woke up in the morning ready to shoot that cannon. Wow. That and, is, that's my retirement job right there. Shoot stuff out of a cannon. Are you kidding me? And I think we might have a little business idea on our hands here, fellas, because apple orchards don't have to suck. I learned that cannon pumpkin cannon sounds pretty solid. If there was an apple orchard out there, we started one that was catered to the male and female audience. Maybe we're in business. I don't know. It could be enticing. There could there could easily be a male area. There could be a man cave with TVs and beers and upstairs they could be doing picking. Well, and I th- I think what well you said earlier, you don't even have to pick. They're just already picked for you. So we have pre-picked apples, a bar with TVs. A pumpkin cannon, fifty. How much to get in? Twenty bucks? How much? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Just buy booze, jack up the booze <laughs> price. The males will be. They'll pay anything at that point, right? I would have paid twenty bucks for a beer just to say I had a beer while picking apple. I didn't even know that was an option. See, and we won't have any animals either. We don't need. We don't that too much maintenance. Too much maintenance, unless they're eating the grass. If they are maintaining, if they're like some cows or something, and they maintain the grass you're in but on that bunnies oh my god i used to live with a gd bunny bunnies are the worst did you really you had a pet bunny um ex-girlfriend yes. had a bunny the thing was so good at chewing on shit i mean seriously amazing like it iphone card cords the wall it was anything. an uncaged bunny that's a thing like Dude. it just hopped around your house yeah and he lived his life in absolute fear just petrified of everything wow i thought bunnies always stayed in cages i didn't know you could i thought yeah i guess they kind of just like hang out and they're they're like a pathetic cat they just kind of like sit and don't do anything but i will say the one good thing that this thing do would do like when they're super pumped up it's called binking and they like start doing like flips and shit and like just like basically they're so excited they don't know what to do they just they just jump up it's wild what's it called binking binking Binkying. All right. Yeah. Bunny binkying. I've never heard of that. Is that YouTubeable? Don't Google that at work. Yeah, you definitely can. <laughs> uh that that's definitely safe for work. Definitely don't need that at our apple orchard. That's fair. Yeah, no animals. Just beers, football, live music outside. It needs to be multifaceted. It has to attract both both sexes. Both Dude, I gotta say time. Live music rocks. Even if it's not a professional band, it's it's so much better than a recorded thing. It's the best. It's way better. And even if it's a solo act, like you said, I don't even care if they're good. Like as long as they're decent and there's just a little bit of strummage on the guitar, maybe a busker, maybe a busker, dude. Having a busker would be fucking kick ass at uh, an apple orchard. All right. What's a busker? It's like the street performers. They, they do like the like they might bang on like pots or like the bucket. Like busking, you've never heard of that? Like the guitar guys? That's like on the five-gallon bucket? Uh, Like that, too. I don't know. You've never heard of busking? It's, no. No, maybe I've heard I'm of a bus. Yeah, busking. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's like solo street performers, and they're usually kick-ass. Like one of them is Tosh Sultana. If you ever need somebody to look up in the music industry, she's pretty sweet street performer. And I'm pretty sure it's called busking. Google it right now, Sarge. The activity of playing music in the street. Oh, so- for, for donations? 
Yeah. Yeah, but usually they're like super duper funky. Let's get like a, a busking looper so he can play like the piano, loop it in, play a little bass, loop that in. Yep. A little bit of vocals, loop that in. See, I like the drum. I like the guys. Uh there's this guy called um Shaky Graves. Uh he got a couple sick songs, but he's like plays a kick drum with one foot, uh like a cymbal or tambourine in the other, and then he's playing the guitar at the same time and singing. That's that's nuts. I'm that's telling sweet. you, like, as someone who can play an instrument, that is incredible. That is so fucking hard to do. You guys have literally no idea. Like, I, I, I can't even comprehend how people do that. I, let alone sing and play it once, but, like, using your feet as well. It's like you're playing the drums, guitar, and singing all at the same time. It's wild. All right, so that was the first part of the episode. And this second half maybe even second three quarters is sponsored by construction allies, construction allies, baby. We're building momentum. Apple orchards are back. They don't have to suck. You heard it here first to our knowledge. We're building momentum. So call our friends, the construction allies. I don't remember the phone number. Hang on here. I'll fire it out at the end of the episode. I'm say I got it right here. Fire it off. Sarge. Six, five, one, two, four, five, seven seven zero five all right well we're building momentum here let's keep the pace cruising here so yeah once again sponsored by the construction allies our friends nobody wants enemies call us call them and we're going to be talking about oldest sibling syndrome potentially i don't know if it's a syndrome but we're all the oldest children and we got some things to say about that so what do you guys want to start with well First is the best, let's be honest. Have you ever heard of uh, If You Ain't First, You're Last by Ricky Bobby's dad? True statement. True statement right there. That's how you feel about that? Yes. I'm definitely happy I'm the first. So uh, let's kind of break down what our sibling structure is right off the bat. Have the listeners get to know us a little bit more. So I am the oldest of four, uh, four children, I guess. So it goes myself. Two sisters and a brother. My brother's the youngest. What about you, Benny? I got a younger brother and a younger sister. I am the oldest. And it goes me, younger brother, younger sister. So the baby of the family's my sister. Yeah, and I got just two younger sisters. So you're outnumbered. I'm outnumbered. Help me and outnumbered. That changes the dynamic. So you're you and your dad, it's two V three. And even with the dog, it's two V four. You guys are playing down down a guy. You're short. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that when you're the firstborn, you kind of pave the way for the rest of the, the family or the rest of the kids, good or bad, right? Like, you're the first for everything. I kind of want to get into what what is, like, the best things about being the oldest. I wanted to kind of get into that of what are best things about growing up. And I'm going to start off with one that, I think it's just very obvious, but no hand-me-downs. You get all oh. the new clothes. Granted, you could get some from cousins, but you are getting all the new gear, which is awesome. Yeah, you like you said, you do get some stuff from other cousins, but I feel like that doesn't really count because it wasn't in your house. Like you didn't really see this person ever wearing it, so it still kind of has that new charm to it when you're a kid even like because i looked up to my older cousins too so it was like oh this is awesome i get their shirt or whatever but yeah no that for sure that 
And like me being a dude, I had two younger sisters. I think like when we were really little, my younger sister got would wear like my clothes because it doesn't really matter if you're wearing boy or girl clothes when you're like four or five. But then after that, I mean, she probably got new stuff too, which is trash. <laughs> Maybe not trash. But <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I agree with the hand-me-downs. Plus, like you said, Brickner, I definitely looked up to my older cousins and it was like, sweet. Now I get to wear that stuff. And again, like you said, Sarge, first in your household to wear it, not that bad. Brickner, what's your favorite part about being the oldest? I think I never really had a curfew being the oldest. And I mean, it's not like I could just stay out until whenever, but it was like, there was never really like a, you have to be home by 10 o'clock deal. Benny, are we in the same boat where it was way more strict for us than it was younger siblings? Cause that was for me. Yeah, there was definitely a little bit more of an alarm. The one thing that really comes to mind was the the learner's permit for me. And once you're 15 and a half, you can get your learner's permit to drive. And you had to be home by nine. As long as you took driver's ed, you were like, cool. So I remember, I don't even know. I was probably at like football practice or something. And I'm coming home. It's like 8.56. My mom's flipping out. Where are you? What's going on? Where's the car? You're grounded for years. And I'm like sick, like... Be right, you know, I'm not going to text and drive. And so I get home at like 9.02 and you would have thought like I committed treason against 10 countries. It was like fireworks. You're done. You lost car privileges. I was like, okay, okay. And then flash forward to my siblings, not even a chance. Eh, they'll be home not to worry. Everything's going to be fine. They're all asleep by the time they get home. So yeah, I definitely got pinned a few times for being the oldest. Well, and like, I think you said it right there. So like my parents weren't like a huge curfew, but like the stuff that they were, I got the wrath, you know, I got like, I didn't get away with anything. You can ask both my parents. I like, you know, you, you do something you're not supposed to. I got caught early time. It was ridiculous. My, my record was so bad. See, I wasn't even allowed to have sleepovers. Like ever. What? When, when do you, do you remember in high school? ever having a sleepover with me because well, it's zero sleepovers in high school are a little weird are they though if you can drive you can go home yeah but if you're boozing you can't go that's home. what i'm saying come on break put two and two together here but i mean i don't think i really drank until after high school like outside of a couple times at a cabin see yeah i wasn't even allowed to do anything but i would tell you what i did get good at sneaking out that was sick i was getting pretty good at that couldn't do it now now with like the ring and stuff, can you imagine kids right now? How the hell do you do that? You can't, you can't, literally the ring would be like, oh, it's 247, some sort of whatever motion, this motion detect. Oh my God. Like every time you open a door in my house, there's a ding, you know, there's like some sort of the ring dings. <laughs> Funny. Dude, but, I didn't even think about that for sneaking out purposes. Wow. wow kids are ruined. I never even yes. thought about that because- well, you just can't go out the front door. You can go out. No, door any door. No, really. They have cameras every in the back and every stuff, single right? door. What? Dude. Oh, your parents don't have ring, probably. They well, do, but I'm pretty sure it's only on the front door. So I, yeah, I don't know. There's probably different packages, but like any door you open in the house, you'll get like a notification. It's nuts. Kids will have to get really crafty to sneak out if their parents have the ring system. That so seems I'm, like more of a risk because it was already difficult to get out of the house if you're sneaking out. You got to wait till it's super late, tiptoe around. Then you're like, fuck. 
Are they up yet? Am I going to get busted? Right. <laughs> Sneak back in. All coy. Oh, we're just watching Sports Center at 4.30 in the morning. Casual. Put, put the pillows under your blanket. Yeah. So it looks like a person. There we go. All right. Another thing that I think is great about being the oldest is never had to share a room. Sick. Whoa. I know. It was awesome. You liked that, eh? Why wouldn't I like it? I don't know, dude. I, I shared a room with Drago, and it kicked ass. We were like homies. We just fucked around all night. And yeah, I don't know. It was kind of sweet. I mean, high school was a little challenging for a few. You shared a room in high school? Yeah, dude. I shared a room until I was in college. Whoa. No yeah. way. Yeah, never. I mean, yeah, literally straight up shared a room through high school. That's bananas. I I'm pretty sure. I'm not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Holy fuck, dude. That yeah, we always shared a room. I shared a room briefly and we had bunk beds and bunk beds are awesome. So that's bunk one beds are awesome. good reason to have, and I was on the top, but cause my, so I'm six years older than my youngest sister. So when she was a baby, she needed her own room, obviously. Then once she was able to not be in a crib and stuff, then my sister shared a room and I got my own room and it was the best. It was the bees knees. Yeah, dude. First solo room was shit. I think I was like 20 wild. Oh my god! Is that this... blowing your guys' minds? Honestly, yes. You might be the only person I know that shared their room throughout high school. I'm Dude, serious. That's... I don't think I know anyone else. I mean, I know a few other buddies, like a few buddies from Buffalo too. Like good friends share with their brothers, like through high school. I mean, like sometimes people move to the basement, I guess, but like usually through high school, unless they were like much older, they they always shared a room. My mind is just blown right now i can't i didn't i didn't really hate it we just like fucking chill we were just roommates we were roommates in fucking college too there you go that's probably felt yeah so when i was a senior he was a sophomore yeah yeah that makes sense good math miller uh we we uh we had an apartment together as well learn a lot dude learn a lot you ever you guys just snore loud do you guys ever just hate each other though the only thing that Drago used to drive me nuts about was the guitar. And like, he's wicked good, very musical, but sometimes just listening to the guitar over and over and over again. And like, you know, Sarge, you're a musician. You just mess shit up and it's just like, eh, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Just like turn it down. Like there wasn't really like the, the plug-in headset yet. I remember when we got that for Christmas, you got like a plug-in headset to the amp. Mm-hmm. I was just like, for everybody in the house, not just me, right? It was for everybody. <laughs> so that was the only time I, I really ever was like, all right, dude, tie a knot in it. One of my favorite things about being the oldest is having like the insider information over your siblings, like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Like I remember busting down See, that door. I'm the opposite of that because I was the last fucking kid for everything. I didn't have an older sibling to tell me. So I uh, I'll never forget for show and tell one day told all the kids in like my fourth grade class that I met Sa- my dad met Santa. And then I was like, dude, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like sick. Thanks mom, dad. Now I look like a moron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. So I insider information that was, I was oblivious to everything. Like I, I should have learned a lot more earlier. I don't know. So here, I got a question for you. So like once, let's just say you have kids now, 
when would you tell them third grade said, third grade third grade after like christmas in third grade or before that i'm staying third grade I'm sticking with it no but i'm saying like before that christmas in third grade or do you let them go through that one and then tell them after yes go through that one so you you had no idea in fourth how, how old are you in fourth grade like dude you're 11? like 11 yeah. No, no. I feel like that's not that bad. Your parents did a good job. You were innocent. And then you got your, I mean, the show and tell thing's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> I mean, Dude, oh uh, yeah, I remember it. I was like, oh, sick. I'm like, this is <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. That, see, that, that is, I mean, obviously you're not like thinking. I mean, if you really think about it, it's absolutely just ridiculous. Like how anyone would believe it, but you're also a kid. But still, that oh, yeah. shit sucked. Yeah. Well, and like, cause I remember I found out pretty early cause I'm, I mean, obviously I'm the oldest that we're talking about, but the, I had neighborhood kids who were older than me and they, I think I might've been in, but it was like the summer between second and third grade. And it was devastating. It was like, are you kidding me? Cause dude, one year I got all of this toy story stuff from Santa and like one of the presents had like a, was like the, it looked like a reindeer had stepped on it. And I was like, oh, my God, Rudolph stepped on my present. And then that was all a sham. That is awesome. I think we might need to do like a, a Santa episode at a later date. There's a lot of good because I have a lot of good stories about that. And I feel like my parents were pretty buttoned up. I did remember calling him the bluff. I was like, not a chance. What is he? I remember the, the time zone thing. because I'm like challenging him. I'm like, all right. So like if he does this all in one day. How's that possible? And they're like, well, there's different time zones. I was like, okay, well, how many Santas are there? Like, how many helpers does this dude have? There's no way that fatty gets down each chimney. And I was like, what if you don't have a chimney? So I just started like peppering my dad. I'm like, then eventually he gave up. He's like, if you tell your sister or your brother, you're dead. (laughs) Well, once you have any amount of logic, you're like, yeah, this is impossible. Really funny. But anyway, yeah, that was that was probably one of my favorite having the, the inside of scoop over my siblings and just knowing like puppeteers or pulling strings. Did your either of you guys' parents ever play favorites? Can you go into that a little bit more? Like, did did they have a favorite kid? <laughs> I don't know. What would you say? What would your what would your extended family who would they say is the favorite in your family? My youngest sister. Not my even close. My younger brother. My brother. The baby. Okay. I don't know who is the favorite. I'm I'm assuming my siblings would say me. See, that's what my siblings would say too, but I don't think they have a leg to stand on, quite frankly. Yeah, my growing up, my dad would he had like a camcorder, you know, like it was obviously before phones and stuff. And he he would always record like just us growing up, right? And there is a distinct line that when my baby sister is born she is 90 percent of the film footage like it is he's not even trying to hide it he's just rubbing it in our face and at that moment you knew she was the favorite okay so ricky i want you to bring this up about basically bullying but not really bullying but like never being able to get pushed around like always being able to like win and just everything, like whether it's a like altercation or like, you know, like literally never being able to be pushed around as the oldest, because that's true. See, it was different for me because I have sisters. So like I we didn't really like physically fight. 
Oh, really? Interesting. Well, if I did, my dad would be so pissed at me if I yeah. touched them. But like That's bossing fair. them around basically is kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. Like, like you could pretty much like I would I remember like tricking my sister, like, hey, like I'll give you this if uh, you do this type of deal. I don't can't think of any oh. like but like okay, okay. Like, like you can you know where the candy is, so you, you steal the candy and like I'll give you this if you clean my room. Like I used to do that shit all the time. Oh man, okay, I got one. What about the remote? How how hot of a topic was the remote in your household growing up? Or am I alone in this? See, I, I played a shit ton of video games growing up. So I didn't really watch a whole lot. I mean, I watched like like cartoons and stuff, but luckily cartoons kicked so much ass back in the day. There wasn't really any sort of debate, but we I I played a bunch of video games. So I was just ripping on my N64 most of the time. Yeah, my parents were my dad for sure was pretty strict with like you can only watch this amount of tv so for the most part we would kind of just watch it like together as a family like at least during the week okay so like he was kind of in control of that and i was like all right it's this time we're shutting her down you're done type of deal so I, it was honestly my dad that makes sense because i think like we i remember so we had n64 and it used to be in the basement, but we didn't have cable down there, I don't think. So you could only play video games down there. And then after a while, I was like, you know, watch some TV. So I remember, so my brother likes science TV and like National Geographic and like cool shit. My sister was very young at the time and I'm going back. I was probably like 10. So she was obsessed with Full House. And like, I didn't want anything to do with either of those options. So the remote like arguments was like how we bartered in my household. Like I'll clean the kitchen if I can have the remote or like if you clean the kitchen, you can have the remote like the give and take of of siblinghood. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to watch Full House? That's sick. Like go clean the whole house before our parents get home. That's on you. And then like it's your show, dude, your show. So this was just uh, deals being made between the siblings. Parents weren't involved. You're working around them. Oh, yeah. Complete Definitely. barter system. Solely siblings. Parents not involved because I don't know. Both my parents worked and like if they got home, the house wasn't clean or there was like some sort of kerfuffle going on amongst the three of us. Shit hit the fan. I'm tired of your shit. No, dude. Oh. The, the worst thing was if they came home and you didn't take out the thing you were supposed to take out of the, the freezer to dethaw. Oh. That was the end of your life that day. Dinner's ruined. Now we got to order pizza. Oh, shit. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> That's very true, Rick. I've made that mistake before. And parents always know right away. I don't know. We're getting really off the rails here, but it is funny. I think the first thing my mom getting home from work, shoes in the hallway, that was always like, I'm going to fucking kill myself walking through the hallway to get inside. <laughs> like, put your shoes away. There's 10 pairs of shoes. <laughs> That's super true. <laughs> so did you guys have, like, did one of your, because I have, I can picture which one of, between me and my siblings this is. I'm curious if it's the same for you guys, but who whined the most? Definitely one of my sisters. So middle for you, Sarge. Yes. That's tough. So my brother is just like, even keel as can be just like on cruise control even today 
So it's got to be my sister because it's definitely not me. <laughs> so youngest for you, mine is my middle sister for sure. And not really like as adults, but like growing up, whiny little B. <laughs> Dude, isn't it crazy like how you just, I don't know about you guys, but there was for like a good six years, I was like, I could kill each and every one of you siblings. Like I would if I could. And now it's like completely different. But man, there was from like, gosh, 10 to 14, 15, it was a bloodbath. I don't know how my parents are, didn't kill us all. So I like what what's the age difference between you and your youngest sibling, both of you guys? Six years for me. Six years. And then what about you, Sarge? Believe it's seven or eight. Okay. Cause I mean, mine's five, and that's a big gap. So like my sister drove me nuts until I was mm-hmm. like in college, because then she was like cool but until then you know it's just like you know driving me freaking mental and like me and her were the bickering squad i feel like my brother was just like the the peacemaker he was the peacekeeper did me and her were oil and water to to start off the the early childhood days <laughs> did uh any of your sib- younger siblings try to hang out with you and your friends when you had friends over and it would just be like why yeah. are you here I mean, once like high school, I don't know. Colin was always cool and chill. I, I always kind of included him in everything. And yeah, I mean, he was always just like part of the squad. But my sister, no, she didn't mind anything to do with me. She was in her room playing whatever girls played at that age. Yeah, see, and that that's basically the exact same for me. But like my two sisters were joined at the hip. And then like our neighborhood was just filled with kids. Like we were all the exact same age, like give or take a year. So it was like 10 o'clock would hit. I'm out the door every day, you know, playing with friends. And then they were kind of doing the same thing. So, all right, that'll wrap up this episode of Life Through Our Lens. Once again, thank you all for listening and keep sharing our stuff, guys. We really appreciate it. It's helping us a ton. We've seen a lot more traffic on our Instagram specifically, which is sick. Thank you guys. You guys rock. And keep spreading the word, you freaking turds. Take her easy.